0: It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Rams post game show on Compass on the Beat. My name is Victor Corona, A.K.A. Victor Producer. With me is Gilbert Manzano from the Daily News and the OC Register. Gil, how does it feel for to have the preseason finally be over?
1: Victor, I- I'm excited. Finally, it's over. Three preseason games, and we're on to the regular season. Bills, Rams, September 8th. What a showdown! But, Victor, we can't jump ahead too far because I'm here joining you after that game. I guess they lost, right? Who cares about the score? 16-7, uh, to 7, Bengals beat the Rams. But we're here to talk about 53-man roster projections. Victor, I have a story already at the OC Register with my evaluations. You know, I'm kind of like a scout out there. My guess is not a true 53-man roster, but it's just my estimation of what I saw for the whole summer. It's out there, OC Register, L.A. Daily News. But, Victor... There's so much to dissect from that game. You are watching from home. I was too. I was in Cincinnati. Uh, but boy, that, that 53-man roster is going to be tough for me to figure out in the next couple of days because the deadline is Tuesday. I probably should have done the roster already, but I'm going to give myself one more day because Sean McVay is talking to the media tomorrow, and then I'll get more questions in there, and
0: then I'll have a real kind of sense of it. Uh, yeah, watching this game, was it was kind of hard, I'll be honest with you. Um just the one thing that did stand out for me was watching Bryce Perkins take all, all the, all the snaps today, um, and Wolfer getting injured with his. And, and you'll talk about this uh, when when we get more into it. But uh, yeah, Bryce Perkins was was for me one of the one of the guys that that stood out for me today. What about you? What what did I know? It wasn't a, a pretty game to watch, but what what were some of your takeaways from today's game?
1: Yeah, you know, it started off pretty ugly. And and you know, let me kind of back it up a little bit because Bryce Perkins started the game. He had the full game again, kind of like the preseason opener against the Chargers. Uh, as we talked about, Victor, he is in a competition with John Wolfer for number two, but there's no John Wolfer out there. He didn't he didn't play against the Bengals, he had a broken fingernail on his thumb finger from the throwing hat, and it wasn't from the fight, by the way, Victor. Not from the fight, no broken fingernails from the fight. That was the day before, but I think Sean McVay said that he didn't want to he didn't want him messing with his uh his, his delivery on the throw. So he said, you know what, John, don't play. But I think that still means that there's still a competition. And Bryce Perkins went out there and he flashed the second half. The first half was pretty clunky. There was two two three. And outs to start to drive. Uh, you know they got going once he threw a pass to that guy again, Lance McCutcheon, uh, who had another great game. And then, but which you we'll saw talk about. We'll get we'll into. Talk about, sure. Sorry, <laughs> no, we, we we all want to talk about Lance McCutcheon, but sure. Bryce Perkins did enough for me to at least earn a roster spot. Three quarterbacks. I don't know if it's enough to say, "Hey, John Wolford, you're out of here. We're keeping two. because it was a first. The first half was kind of shaky. The second half, though, you saw it. Uh, uh, the mo- mo- mobility, the way to create uh plays off scripted, uh, accuracy, and just kind of you know provide a spark. And every time you hear Sean McBee talk about Bryce Perkins. His eyes light up, and I know he's kind of an uh, energetic guy. He's like, Bryce Perkins, man, that guy could play. I'm excited about him. So he's definitely on the roster. I feel good about that. Uh, I'm just not convinced that he did enough to make it two quarterbacks in, the, in, the, in that field. So I think John Wolfer could go to sleep tonight with with the bad finger and feel okay that he has a roster spot for next week.
0: Yo, so you don't think that him, uh, Wolfer missing the game today affects any of the decisions we see come Tuesday? Maybe, but but not too much. That
1: I, I think you know, you know, John Wilfer, he's done enough in in, in, the, in the past to have trust from Sean McVay. But but say you know him and less need and the scouts and the coaches are talking and like man, we, we really want to keep this guy like a Jonah Jonah Williams. I almost said Jonah Hill by the way back there. A J or Curry, uh, a Jake Hummel. Like we really want to keep these guys, but we can't find the roster spot. And then you start thinking well, the Bryce Perkins guy is doing pretty well. Maybe we should go to a quarterback. I think that's where it starts affecting conversation. But I think Sean McVay is going into it right now like, nah, we got, we got to keep John Wolford. We got to keep Bryce Perkins. But maybe maybe something you know that we were both kind of f- trying to figure out, maybe he does surpass him as a number two. Maybe he goes that way. It goes Perkins and Wolford, but the, all three stay on. It's a tricky combination, but I really feel strongly that all three make it, Victor.
0: Yeah, uh, reading your story right off the bat here. Um, I know we talked. You talked about Lance McCutcheon earlier, and I I kind of want to get into it because you had you right. You talked about you're not saying that they're going to keep a receivers, but you did talk about it. So, do you think Lance McCutcheon made the team now, or do you yeah. think he might? Yeah.
1: Victor, I, I cut you off in the in the pregame kind of meeting between you and I because I'm like, wait, I'm not sure about that spot or that spot. This one, I I was going to cut you off again. I was going to say, nah, this for sure. Eight receivers. I'm convinced uh, that these guys have done enough. They're going to keep a whopping eight receivers. Victor, I don't know if you can recall the last time a team kept eight Mm -hmm. receivers on the Mm -hmm. the final roster. It's a lot. But, you know, maybe I shouldn't get too confident, but I think Jacob Harris has done enough to be the, the eighth man. Lance McCutcheon just had another performance to be the seventh guy at least or eighth one of those two spots this guy's making plays as a wide receiver yeah he has to figure out the special teams yeah he has to figure out the blocking yeah he has to figure out two minute drills all that stuff but this guy's a playmaker sensational wide receiver he made more plays out there uh and here's a couple more reasons why i feel confident to keep eight wide receivers the gm blessed need went on the tv broadcast and they asked him about lance mccutcheon he said that guy's made it easy for us, and we know Sean McVay loves his wide receivers. That for me was a telling sign. And then Sean McVay spoke about Lance at the presser, and he, he spoke about uh Bryce Perkins and Lance together, saying those guys have done everything right, they've done everything we've asked for. Uh, they made a strong case, it's, it's they made it easy for us. I won't jump ahead and say they're on the roster, but you know, it'll be hard not to keep them on there. So I think Lance McCutcheon is safe. I think Jacob Harris is safe. It wasn't the game that Lance McCutcheon has, but Jacob Harris, he could block. He could play. Everything I told you about Lance McCutcheon, he does. Special team, uh, second-year guy, a big body. They're short of tight ends. He could help out in that situation. I think Jacob Harris will find his way on the roster, but Lance McCutcheon is definitely a playmaker, uh, and Victor, what a strong summer for him. I think people don't care about preseason stats, but he led the preseason, I think, in receiving yards.
0: Yeah, one of the players that I thought might cut into the whole seven or the eight wide receivers was Carter because uh, they talked about him on the broadcast as a third tight end, but like you said, I I just don't see you know especially with someone like Jacob Harris, you have to give him a shot to make this team with what he provides on special teams. You know, we always talk about this, you know, special teams is such a big deal. I know people don't care. They're not sexy for people to watch. But when it comes to it, that's where you can lose games. And it's very important for when you're where you're managing a team. And, and that's why guys like Ben, ben Skoranek and Brandon
1: Powell, who are also in their wide receiver rotation part of the eight, are not playing the preseason. They're so valuable in, in special teams that they're they're done their job. They've done the dirty work. Brandon Powell's a specialist returner. Vance Karana is, is a is a great player in special teams, but also contributor as a wide receiver. So, uh, look look at a guy like our boy Jake Funk, Funky Town. Uh, yeah. he kind of struggled in the preseason in terms of of yards per carry. He was a star in all three games, but he has a role because he's good at special teams. He is one of their best players on special teams. So, uh, it's that time of year, Victor. Uh, but but that eight is going to really affect it, especially the, the rest of the roster at other positions. Like I can't wrap my mind between a, a Jake Hummel or a Jonah Williams, a Adrian Curry, uh, a Jake Garvey. So hopefully I'm saying his last time properly. These guys were kind of in that roster bubble. Like, I, and even a guy like Kira Thomas, who wasn't really on my radar until today, he had three tackles for loss. I think in a sack uh, undrafted rookie uh, outside linebacker, like maybe he's making a push. It's going to be a long chance, but there's four or five guys. I'm like, man, I got to think about this again.
0: Yeah, and one of the things that I, I kind of take away, like don't be discouraged that we're you know they're gonna lose some of these players. Like remember, practice squads now are bigger. Um, they can retain some of these players. So not every, not everybody's gonna go to other teams. yeah, if, if they like someone like Bryce Perkins gets cut. you know he's gonna get picked up right away. but some of these guys who on are on uh, draft there or were drafted late. They're probably going to get picked up on the practice squad because you you can protect five players as far as I know, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I think it's like a weekly thing for for the yeah for the practice squad. They protect people. Uh, it's is it extended from fourteen to sixteen, so yeah, plenty of roster spots on the, on the practice squad, Victor. But you, you're right, you know, it's also who put a lot of tape out there that you're worried about that they might get claimed on waivers, like Jake Hummel. By the way, a stat that Sean McVay dropped on, on the inside linebacker rookie Jake Hummel was. He has a Rams preseason record for tackles, which is 21. Oh, wow. uh, so to have that much good film out there, might, somebody might take a chance. He's a draft a rookie, but like, okay, now we got to keep Jake Hummel. Uh, you know, jo- Jonah Williams is not a guy who was drafted, but he put good tape out there. Adrian Curry w- didn't have the type of film that you want, that maybe somebody will take him, but he was drafted this year, seven round draft pick. So uh, I can't, I don't know who to pick between those guys. And Jake Garvis keeps getting cut but keeps finding a way back on the roster because he went from linebacker. No, he went from safety to linebacker, and he looks more comfortable. So these bubble guys, man, it's going to be tough, but maybe you can't keep them all because of what we talked about, the AY receivers and the three quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, and, and it's unfortunately because, uh, well, like we talked about uh during the preview show, linebackers isn't with the whole everybody's using the big Fangio system and you don't need that many linebackers anymore I mean you need smaller linebackers the reason you keep more linebackers is more for special teams like we talked about so that kind of makes it hard for someone like him like Hummel and and Gervais to make the team I think it's there's some there are some some of the players where you can have them come back or put them on the practice squad i just don't think with with it's not a a linebacker is no longer a a position of need i think it's kind of becoming kind of like the running back position where you can if, if you have one in bobby wagner you don't need like three or four unless you need them for special yeah. teams like their special team aces
1: that, that's the thing that, that makes it tough though victor like uh uh I'm blanking on the name Christian Roseboom or Ro- uh, I'll get the name right. Uh, and Jay Cummel, the linebackers, they they do well on special teams, but you know they might not be valuable as inside linebackers because Bobby Wagner and, and Ernest Jones are doing great jobs. But they make they make it hard because that you you can't forget about special teams, uh, Victor. So it's it's going to be tough. You know, hopefully you guys check out my my story at the OC Register. Uh, it, my evaluations of, of where the roster stands after tonight. I posted it pretty quick. Uh, it will definitely change. I have another story coming up uh, of what we learned. And Victor, before I head out, I want to make sure we touch on this. And for my what we learned story, I kind of go off of things that I didn't, I didn't mention in my 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 game story because I'm waiting for for interviews. I'm waiting for locker room interviews, and I kind of want things to kind of settle down before I give you my thoughts. So you know, I'm gonna touch more. I'm gonna touch. I'm gonna touch more on Chris Garrett. But the actual thing that we learned that wasn't from the game was Aaron Donald and the rest of the players who were part of the brawl. Uh, will not. Well, I guess they were disciplined. It sounds like they weren't disciplined, but they, they will handle, handle Mc...
0: Right, yeah. mcvay said that they they handle it internally. So, which sounds take... like it,
1: there wasn't much. It was a slap on the wrist. Uh, so I want to make sure before you know I head out, Victor, uh and maybe prom- promote some stuff before before I leave. Uh, Aaron Donald has been handled internally, whatever that means, in house. And sean McVeigh was saying, well, I'm not gonna tell you what it was, what discipline it was. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was a a small fine. I don't know. Maybe something happened. I don't know, Victor, but just to touch on it, that is what we learned that Aaron Donald would not have a a stiff uh, discipline for him
0: right so make sure you go and read his all his stories he's gonna have and we're gonna have this for you guys uh, after every game we're, our first game will be against the bills we'll try to get Gilbert on right after the game and he's got some writing commitments so he's gonna probably gonna give us about 10 to 15 minutes depending on his time um, and we'll get into it we'll we'll have this kind of thing for you guys we'll, we'll be able to talk to him and he'll give us his reactions his takeaways and some of the things he saw and yeah so Gil just tell everybody where they can find and kind of tell people what we have coming up on Compass.
1: Yeah, definitely. Just follow me on Twitter if you want to make it easy at G 24 or or subscribe to my work at the OC Register, LA Daily News. Check out the website. Subscribe to one of the newsletters that we have at the newspaper. Uh, Kevin Modesti has a great uh, newsletter where he talks. He mentions my stories and the rest of my coworkers. I think we also have a Rams uh, newsletter uh horns blast uh but we also we're also doing a lot here my, my job is pretty good about kind of combining both the the video side here at compass on the beat with my story so yeah we're gonna do more we're gonna have a name for for the podcast in the near future we're, we're getting closer we're, we're about to sign the contract if there is a contract uh we're just having fun with that but yeah we have a lot of content on combos on the beat for those who have subscribed to combat compass thank you for that Those who already have subscribed for the longest on on the regular "Combos on the Beat with Fernando Ramirez, uh, thank you for that. And we're going to have probably some Chargers stuff. If if you like both teams, which is kind of rare, or you just like uh, the NFL, or you have fantasy football players on the Chargers and the Rams, check out Fernando Ramirez's work and uh, Dan and Diego with their Chargers content. So, Victor, on that note, I got to head out. It's time for me to write. I know I'm not in in the press box, but this was fun to kind of get those thoughts out before I start writing again. So, on that note, it's on to the 53-man roster. Ya nos vamos. Pues, vamonos.